Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Make Money Behave. I am your hostess, Maria Casillas, and we are here for... Uh, I think we're going to start calling it 1B of Mm -hmm. the business edition. And so it's our second episode of the business edition, but it is very closely related to what I put out on January 1st. And so we're just going to call it a B. Um, I have in my presence the owner, the founder, the... (laughs) The, the mastermind chemist yes. of baked chemistry, and she. This is Emtisha Nubel. If you tuned in yesterday, then you know who she is in our our close relationship. We are friends from back home. Yes. Um, although I will say that we probably forged way more of a friendship here, here. than Absolutely. we did back home. Um, it was starting back home, though. I think it was getting it was brewing. Our husbands put us it together, was and yeah. it was brewing. But then it really blossomed. Yes, yes. And I think part of it's because of the business connections. And we just, we found some, found some common ground and have had a really good time just making those businesses grow mutually. So, uh, so welcome here to this. I would like to uh, just give you a chance to introduce yourself a little bit. Why don't you tell our listeners just a little bit about you and then I'm going to tell them about your cookies (laughs) and my, my very bad addiction to them. (laughs) So hi guys, I'm MT. Tisha Nubel, owner and creator of Baked Chemistry, LLC. We started in 2016, um, January 2016, and started as a way to earn a little bit of money to help pay down some debt <laughs> to purchase our first home here in Arizona. So we just, I'm, I'm big on cookies, love cookies. Um, I just love to create different kinds, different recipes. And our thing is just elevating your experience of familiar favorites. So we take that cookie that you um, are in love with or that flavor combination and we just try to elevate it and hopefully jog or take you back to some fond memory of something that a family member used to bake or a thing that you used to do with the family member. So that's, that's pretty much how we got started. That's awesome. And I I can attest um, <laughs> to that that whole part about the memory thing. Yes. So um, I, I don't think you said it. I think you said you do cookies, but you yes. do more than just cookies. I do, yes. Okay, so, but my favorite product that you yes. do is the cookies. Mm-hmm. And I think when you first started out, you started doing cupcakes. Yes, I did. And sure did. I, I bought the cupcakes because... Yes. Well, it was me. That's why you bought them. Just be it, honest. It was you. I mean, I, I can tear up a cupcake, so right. it's it's not just that. But I, that was mostly why I did it because yeah. I, I had a friend who did this business, and that's I wanted to support that. Absolutely. Um, but I didn't find myself reaching out, going, "Can I have more right. of the cupcakes just for the sake of eating them?" Right. Okay. And then we went to a. I'm pretty sure it was what one of your release. It was not my release anniversary party. It was your anniversary party, party yep. right? Anniversary Where, party. Where you did a fine job of two years. That's in, that was incredible. You did a fine job of uh, giving us little samples. Yes, and um, it turned out that two out of those three samples were mm-hmm. my absolute favorite cookie. <laughs> um, and yes. and those two were Snickerdoodles mm-hmm. and the lemon Lala yes. lemon. Yes, and I then I then I started calling him Tisha, not <laughs> not not just asking for a cookie, but darn right like begging for some every once in a while um so (laughs) 
It's so, okay. It's okay. It is okay. And you guys know that I, I set up um, a lifestyle opportunity fund. So I'm okay about like actually spending money on myself and enjoying it. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, still watching and being intentional with all my money and, you know, a few extra pounds that I probably don't need. I shouldn't be calling her on a regular basis. But um, every once in a while, she would do a cookie sale. Yes. And so I. cookie sale. Yeah. And I, I just. I, mm. Okay. So when I real I asked her one day, I said, hey, if I, I have a problem with your cookies. I will buy a dozen because it's a good it's a good deal. Right. But then I will eat a dozen like in 48 hours or less. And so then they're gone. And then they're gone. Yeah. yeah. So I thought I was going to get smart and I asked him, DJ, can I freeze your cookies? And she said, absolutely. And you were great about letting me know like here's how, to get them here's how you do yes. it. Here, okay. So I thought I was I was an ace in the hole. Like mm-hmm. uh, like I was going to get 12. This was going to last me, you know, one, one a day, maybe at least 12 days. Yeah. Right. Okay. So here's the problem, you guys. I realized that my problem was actually more of a problem. And I, so I put these in the freezer, like she said, and I was just going to take one at a time. And I bit into one of these lemon cookies and y'all, this is, these are not small cookies. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> uh, but I bit into one of these cookies and I was like, Oh crap. These are better frozen mm-hmm. than they are regular. Yes. And so so I went from eating two at a time to three at a time, and it just my my approach didn't work very well. Mm, so, um, but when I called him, Tisha, to let her know that she said, "What is it? What does it remind you of?" Yeah. And I had to tell her that it reminded me instantly of a really awesome lemon granita. And yes. for those of you who aren't Italian and don't know what granita is, it's basically Italian ice, oh, and so it was good, so good Ooh. back from home. And yes. we, you know, growing up, we didn't get a lot of eating out like that. Yeah. It was just it was a different way of life that's right Um, so that was a real treat and i remember my grandparents would go out and they would grab some granita at it was called joe's dairy right Mm -hmm. and uh, they would get that and we'd bring it home we'd all scoop it into the little little dishes and that would be our treat Mm -hmm. and i tell you because it was a lemon cookie that instantly brought me back to that and i think because it was um cold it Mm -hmm. made it even even better so (laughs) anyway i've 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 stopped begging for cookies once in a while because i know that i will eat all of them in sight and and so yeah i just whatever we'll wait till my birthday or something and, and do, yes, do it and again. treat yourself uh, <laughs> and what we're doing we're doing anniversary special now so uh, every day i know marie i'm sorry every day we're doing 17 days of cookies so yes. every day that i spin that wheel mm. there's gonna be a cookie that pops up and lala's lemon is one of those cookies mm-hmm. and you can get a dozen of those for 12 dollars oh, no pressure maria i know, but, I know. and yeah. yeah so i'm trying to watch what i eat Yes. But if that so if that spinner comes up on the lemons, it's all out the window. So let's hope it's day 16 or day 17. Or day 21 of January so yep. that I can say that my resolutions are dead anyway, Ex- right? De- no, exactly. I'm, I'm teasing. I didn't do, I didn't do resolutions. <laughs> I don't Neither believe in them. Neither did I. Neither did I. So we're good. I think we're in the clear. Oh, and yes. the snickerdoodle, that totally brings me back to making cookies with my other grandmother for yes. Christmas. So when she says it elevates the... The experience tell me, tell me, elevating uh, your experience of familiar, familiar favorite. Yes. Okay. Yes. So when she says she does that, she totally does that. So well, thank you. Uh, you're we welcome. Try. Yes. 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 Okay. So I am glad that you came here today because me we're too. not just talking about your cookies. Right. We're talking about your business. And yes. in episode one of the business edition, which was January first. So if you have not listened to that, it's Listen. only. I think it's only about what 15 minutes or something yeah. like that feel free to go back hit pause on this go back because otherwise you're going to be lost when we're talking about today but in that episode we talked about 
how to shift your mindset. Yes. And each each month I'm going to give you a different habit of what you can do in your business to make sure that it's sustainable and that we can be profitable and all that. And some of it is actual behaviors that you do and some of it is more about your mindset. Yes. So this one was more about the mindset. <clears throat> and it was how to start asking yourself rather than telling yourself if only dot 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 ask yourself how. Wow. And I'm, I'm a spoiler alert. I'm actually going to have him teach you back at least one other time because she's just got so many (laughs) awesome things to share about how she's done and grown her business and I think this would be at least an hour and a half long if we went through all that so we're gonna break it up and there's other habits that she's doing really well and that's what I want to bring you back when it when it applies to those habits but today we're gonna focus on like I said how to start with what you have and turn the if onlys into hows. So if you listened yesterday, you know that Amtisha came to me about six years ago about with close to it. Yeah, yeah, with um personal stuff, just saying, Hey, I, I want to fix my personal money, how do we do this? And so we were working on that with zero focus on business because there was None. no business in there existence. There was no business in existence. That's right. At that time. Uh so the reason that we started any of this was because as we were looking at your numbers because even though I'm all about going beyond the numbers, eventually the numbers have to. The numbers to. have to come in. That's right. They do. Uh, so when we were looking at the numbers, we kind of had an oh crap moment of, so we've got a little bit more going out. <laughs> That's, no, you didn't say it like that. You uh, said you got a whole lot going out okay, well, I was and tr- not a whole lot coming in. <laughs> I was trying to, you know, not tell your, not tell all your dirty laundry. But it's the truth um, though. So. so there was a lot more going out than there yep. was coming in. And yep. as I teach all of my clients, there are two ways to fix that. We get, yes. it's In order to meet in the middle, we can either trim some of the fat of what's going out, which usually has to be done a little bit, you know, yeah. but that happens kind of naturally as you start to be more intentional with money because we waste a lot of money um but a lot of people think well if i'm going to trim stuff it means i got to get rid of all the fun and as we talked about yesterday's episode you don't have to do all of that um but there is a way to trim some fat and then on the left hand side what okay whatever side the other side on the other side i am i'm italian so i'm talking with my hands right now and tisha has seen all of the (laughs) behind the scenes with my hands too so we're we're yeah so you're seeing all the behind the scenes of what what the make money behave podcast looks like but on the other side you actually can make that happen by bringing in more income. Right. And you had already had a full-time job. Husband already had a full-time job. And so we're like, how can we creatively make? So instead of saying, if only we had more money. Yes. I flipped that around on you and said, how can you make more money? What are right. you What are you good at? What are you passionate about? And I'm going to just turn this over to you for a second okay. and let you talk a little bit about not only what that was, but some of the just some of the shifts that have happened in your mind since then. So... First, the first question you asked me was, can you have a garage sale? And I said, I have nothing to sell. I was like, I have nothing to sell because I'm just not one of those hoarders. I don't like to keep a whole lot of stuff. I live very simply. I'm not real big on labels and name brand things, just very modest. So I was like, can't do that. So then that's when that you pose that question. What do you love? What can you, you know, and I said, baking. And then I thought about it for a second and I'm like, baking, okay, so what, having a bake sale? Hmm. I'm like, no, I don't really want to do a bake sale. I'm thinking a little bit bigger than that and maybe having a small business where I bake cupcakes at the time because that was really what I was big in doing is baking cupcakes and maybe just starting, you know, starting from there. Um, Didn't have a name for a business at the time. I didn't have a whole lot of anything. Actually, I I kept saying I don't have um, piping bags. I don't have tips. 
And then I kept thinking, I only have two cupcake liners. Um, so basically I could make a total of a dozen cupcakes. And I just remember you telling me, start there, start there. That's enough. And I kept thinking, okay, who's going to take me seriously if I don't have any piping bags and I don't have any tips? And so when I <laughs> ice this stuff on these cupcakes, it's going to look extremely homemade and my cupcakes are going to be all top heavy and they're just going to look crazy. No one's going, no one's going to do that. They're not going to buy it. But you kept saying just start. As long as you have something, start there. You can, I, I even kept saying, I don't have a mixer. Like I have a little hand mixer. You kept telling me just start there. So I'm like, okay, I'll go ahead. I'm like, she said it. And well, I and, remember. And I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just, I think what I want the listeners to hear is that it wasn't just to just start. Cause that's right. true. But one of the questions that, and I don't remember all the details that you remember. The details you remember are, are fantastic. <laughs> um, I'm I'm just in awe listening because I'm like, oh, I don't remember asking about the garage mm-hmm. sale. I don't like yes, I don't remember any of that. So that's that, so fun that, that, that you rung out like stuck out to me a lot. Isn't it awesome how we have different perspectives? Yes, and so the things that we hang is. on to are different. Um, but one of the things I hung on to is it's not just about starting there. One of the questions I asked you was. What you're doing right now has been good enough up until now. Right. What makes you think it's not going to be good enough right now? Just because you decided it's call it a business, right? Yes. And so you had put out cupcakes. People, this wasn't like you just had an idea that I'm going to make cupcakes and hopefully right. someone will buy it. People had given you had given me positive feedback positive about feedback. your baking, right? And they kept saying, you should sell these. Okay. Yes. And so that they was did. where what I said. If people have said to you, you should sell these, and it's yeah. based on what you're already doing, what makes you think now that just because you decided you wanted to make money on it, that it's not going to be good enough for them. Right. And the idea there is that you were getting stuck in your own head. I you was. were putting I on was. your audience, right? Yeah. yeah. Their limitations for you rather than letting them just do what they were going to do anyway. And that right. was buy your stuff as is. As so, is. Okay. I, yes. I'll shut up. Go ahead. So <laughs> then I basically, I put it out there and I had a name. I had some cupcakes and I said, we're open for business. And so I started getting (laughs) orders. And I mean, these weren't small orders. They were pretty large orders. Um, was still figuring out pricing. So I had a price, I had some pricing set up and I just started getting orders and they started coming and they were not coming small. They were coming pretty consistently. And after that, People started saying, oh, wow, yeah, these are good. And they just more, more and more. And so finally, at that point, I said, this is something that I can really do. And when you said that to me, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to try it, but I didn't really know how to try it. And then I'm like, okay, it's it's actually working. Mm-hmm. So I had that money and I made sure that the money that I was making was really and truly the extra money. So I kept, I tried to keep it separate. At the time, I didn't have a business account. Mm-hmm. So I tried to keep it separate in my mind and from paperwork that I had just kind of written things down. So I knew what money I was making off of that. And so then as I started making more money, I was able to kind of go and reach into some of those things that I wanted to get. Like I wanted more cupcake liners. I wanted to have the piping bags. I wanted to have the tips. But I started with what I had probably for a good 
three months. And did anyone in that three months look at you and say, hey, these were really sloppy. What kind of tips do you use or what kind no, of piping bags? Not a single person. So if there's any other bakers who happen to be listening yeah. to this right now or aspiring bakers, tell them the trick of what you did use instead of a piping so bag. So I used a sandwich bag. <laughs> And then I used the gallon size freezer bags okay. and I would load up my icing or my buttercream in these bags mm-hmm. and I would cut the tips mm-hmm. off of them. Mm-hmm. And from there, I just did a simple, basic piping around the cupcake and would throw something on like sprinkles or, you know, a chocolate or whatever to act as a garnish. And we were done. That was it. And I literally was scrolling back a couple of months ago, looking at some of those first pictures. And I was thinking, wow, people bought this. (laughs) And I just was like, whoa, have you come a long way, right? So at that point, they didn't care. And I had, and I, I, it didn't resonate with me then the way that it does now because I literally was selling dozens mm-hmm. of cupcakes. Like it was every weekend. It would be at first. It started off maybe every other weekend. It got to the point from January twenty ninth, two thousand sixteen, to February being in Valentine's Day. I literally had. I was busy mm-hmm. constantly, and I just think back to after January, after February, I was able to to purchase my first first mixer. I now have four. Oh, yeah. You know, so yes. I have, you know, those and then I was able to get more cupcake liners. I went from just having the 12 to now having the two to the the first two that I started off with to 24. I bought piping bags. I then bought boxes for them to go in. Like it just my level and my presentation changed, but I had to start with what I had first. And that was extremely important. And you gave me the permission to do that. You gave me the permission to just say, if not, how? Like just the how part. Mm -hmm. The how am I going to do it? And to know how to do it and to keep doing it, it was very important to me. So fast forward to the first year in business. First year in business, I'm now starting to incorporate because that's important if you want to present and and stop having this look like it's just a little side thing Mm -hmm. to pay down debt it's now an actual business because momentum you're gaining momentum in a strong way people are really really buying what you're selling and they like it and they enjoy it and they're telling their friends so fast forward establish the llc published Shortly after that, EIN, tax number through the IRS, because of course, at this point, you've got to just continue to keep moving things in that direction to Mm -hmm. really establish and grow the business and then separating my money. Hmm. So separating it from my personal checking account to now a small business checking account. And that was probably the most impactful and the most inspiring thing that I had done as a business owner. And all of that transpired in eight months. 
That's incredible. It really was. Because I didn't realize that when I stopped and looked at the time frames, Mm -hmm. started January 2016. By July, I was an LLC. EIN came right after that. And then my official small business checking account came in August of 2016. That is amazing. And so those who are tuning in today, you just got a sneak peek of the one of the other tips that we're going to talk about. I don't know which month yet, but keeping your money separate is going to be a huge, huge Mm -hmm. habit that if you can just do that consistently, that's one thing. You guys know I talk about um, what we can do, small changes in our behavior that make a big impact. Yes. That one that one thing, just opening a different checking account, just doing that yeah. will, even if you don't change anything else, it, it that's one of those things that has a major impact on your, oh, wow, not on your mindset, on not only on your mindset, on your, on your finances, all of it. But, um, we're not going to, I'm not going to go there today because we will do that another time. Right. And I'm not sure if you will be the guest speaker on that one or not, but I know you could definitely speak to that. Definitely. So if, if you guys hear that, that is a quick sneak peek into another one, please, please just do that even if before um before we actually talk about that um so one thing i'm gonna go back just a little bit because i want to pull one thing out of there Mm -hmm. so what i was hearing you say as you were talking was that you you gave yourself permission to start where you were start with what you have but there were a few things that you said that basically indicated you're not there anymore. Like you look right. back and see, oh my God, I can't believe people bought that type of quality, even yes. though I'm sure it was way better than you yes. think it is because yes. now you have set higher standards for yourself. Right. Um, you know, you said that I, I now have an EIN. I now have my own checking account. I now yeah. have all of these things established and I'm a real business. Yeah. So that's awesome. I want to make sure that our listeners hear this that just because you gave yourself permission to start where you were did not mean that you had to, quote, settle. And I'm doing air quotes for that. Settle for that forever. Absolutely. And I don't know about you, but I'm very much, I I call myself a recovering all or nothing thinker. Mm -hmm. That if we can't put it all out there the way we want to, then we are hesitant to start anywhere, right? And so that's something that I have been very intentional about working and I know you have as well and I'm sure there are listeners who are like okay I'm that way I want to either do it right or not do it at all but we have to realize that right there's a continuum of right yeah you know what might be right later is different than what's right 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 now now. right and so starting with what you had was right at the time and you still had okay let me let me back up what had happened if your stuff looked absolutely amazing and um you had an order for five thousand cupcakes in weekend two what would you have done i probably would have kept doing what i was doing you really would have i think so. i think you would have been in overwhelm no, you know what I would have been. Yeah, I, mean, I would have been. If someone had yeah. said, "I'm I want five thousand cupcakes yeah. on week two, and yeah. perhaps you didn't hear the question when I asked it to you, that might be what's no. going on. If someone had asked you, "I I want five thousand cupcakes," and you had been open for business in two weeks, I mean for two weeks, what would you have done? You would have not had a mixer. You would have not had right. Yes, so, but the the chances are you wouldn't have. You're not okay. I guess where am I trying to go with this? So this is why we love the Make Money Behave podcast right. because we just go with we just go with the flow. We go with the flow and we just what, take it. What, what I'm trying have. to say is you weren't ready for that type of no, business. No. And so if you if you weren't even ready for that type of business that you would have gotten if you were like the business right now. Okay. I know. See, here's the problem, you guys. My head goes like five 
miles ahead of where my mouth goes. So where my head is right now is knowing your current story. Yeah. And I know the people that you have, the, the accounts that you have. You wouldn't have been prepared for those accounts. Back then, no. Three years Absolutely ago, four not. years ago. Almost four years That's ago. That's what no I way. just spent the last minute and a half trying to yeah. get out right here. So, <laughs> so you had to start somewhere. Absolutely. And and yeah. grow into where you need to be. Right. And that, yeah. So that, boy, if I had just said that a minute and a half ago. <laughs> so but for all of those of you who are confused now, just rewind and just forget the last minute and a half and just go you have to start somewhere in order to get where you're going that's right right that's right okay thank you for thank you for walking through that with me (laughs) absolutely because even though I am almost celebrating four years in business I still keep that same energy and I still use that same thought process when I'm embarking on a new account. Yes. Um, so I have an, a brand new account right now that is a major account, probably one of the the second largest account that I've acquired as a small business. Mm-hmm. And it's no small feat. Mm-hmm. And it is definitely something that has, um, it can give me a lot of attention from buyers, from sellers, from individuals. So I know the importance of that account, but I also knew that I didn't have what I needed or what I thought I needed, but it didn't stop me from taking it on. And I still said, okay, so you're going to start with what you have. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to be able to continue to keep building off of that. And that's a lot of my philosophy as a small business is that I continue to just gain momentum. And that's probably what you meant when you said you'd be yes. doing the same thing. Yep. Right? And It's yeah. just continuing to gain that momentum yeah. because that's what I've been doing is just gaining more and more momentum and gaining more confidence as a business owner and just being able to share with other people what it took, what it continues to take mm-hmm. because it's not an exact science. This is not something that just is like, oh, you've been in business this long because you started here and this is what you can keep doing. No, I just, I had to have a different mindset. I had to have a, a mind shift mm-hmm. specifically about how I viewed the money that I made from this business. I also had to change my mind about, and my thinking about how this business was going to be profitable. Because at that point, it was more of paying down some debt. And then as it started getting bigger and bigger, I said, okay, now this is a business Mm -hmm. and it's doing really well. And now I want to make sure that I sustain this because as that started, that mindset started to happen, I started thinking more and more every day about coming up with new ideas, new concepts. And I started thinking more and more about really making this a business and leaving my full-time job Mm -hmm. because I knew I had the potential. And it got to a point where that's all I thought about. It consumed, the ideas just kept coming. And so I'm thinking, okay, how do I do this? And in fact, I'm pretty much sure, I'm pretty sure you said something along the lines of, if only I didn't have to work. If only I didn't have to work. That's exactly what I said. Mm -hmm. If only I didn't have to work, Mm -hmm. I could do this. And, but then I kept thinking, 
I didn't have that how Mm -hmm. (laughs) until I came back to you in a conversation and another friend of mine, but you were the first, you were the starter of this conversation. And I believe that we had that conversation two or three times before I finally realized what the how was, how Mm -hmm. to go about doing it. Because I kept saying, if only I could just stop working this job and focus on this, I'd be able to do so much more. And you said, okay, let's take that out. You even said that then. Let's stop talking about if only I can. Here's what we can do. You helped me to look at what my current small business checking account was, Mm -hmm. what the kind of money that I was bringing in, the different things that I still had yet to develop, the ideas that I had yet to develop from the business standpoint. And literally September 1st to October 26th, I was able to actually establish how Hmm. I was going to sustain myself, contribute financially to my family, and do this full-time. And so I walked away from my full-time job October 26, 2018. That is so amazing. That is so amazing. And I I know you get emotional about that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff because it it was such a a burden that you were carrying Mm -hmm. of of how to do that. Um, Let me ask you a candid question. I know I haven't prepared you for this at all. I want you just to be (laughs) very open and honest because that's what, I mean, here, these listeners, they know all my peaks and valleys and the, you know, so my question to you is, are you currently making, are you currently profiting as much from your bait chemistry business as you are pulling in paycheck from your full-time job? I can honestly say now, yes. Really? Yes. I was totally <laughs> expecting a no on that. No, I can, I can say fantastic. yes. I can say yes now because of what you gave me, the, the, the conversations, the sound advice, the, the un, you know, unsolicited <laughs> advice at times. You hear all that, you guys? She you said, know, I, it, she was said I, it was unsolicited. Like, seriously, it would be times when I'm like, I wasn't ready to hear that. But because of that unsolicited advice, I was able to really, really look at, and when I tell you how much money I made, Last year, doing bait chemistry solely, Mm -hmm. it's going to shock you. I'm sure it will. It's going to shock you. And the fact that I was able to financially contribute to the function of my home. Uh I have a son that's in private school. Mm -hmm. Um, I have just life like everybody else. We have situations and things that just pop up. And I was able to do that without getting flustered without wanting to fold and to resort to finding a part-time job it's because of just being that that mind shift in my behavior the behavior the change and so I look at this year because we know you guys still have your resolutions things that you're trying to hold on to and baked goods is probably the last thing on that list I'm telling you so that's a lemon cookie (laughs) so you could honestly feel like as a business owner that I would not be doing very well right now but I am Mm -hmm. I'm doing great Mm -hmm. and it's because I changed my mind and I stopped thinking from a scarcity mentality and I love to use that word scarcity I say I think people are probably gonna say I hear you say that word a lot because it's true Mm -hmm. because The way that I used to think about my business and the way that I used to think about my money had a lot to do with being scared that I wouldn't make any more or that I wouldn't have anything coming. And now I've just developed 
those relationships. I've established those accounts that are now helping to create what I have going on from my business right now and what I hope to only continue to grow. So I definitely feel like I'm totally in a much better place, even without that income Uh from that corporate job. Yeah. So this is what happens when we don't rehearse anything Mm -hmm. that we're going to talk about. Um, (laughs) And I'm only slightly shocked to hear that Mm -hmm. that's the end. Now, the reason I'm only slightly shocked is because I've known watching you that that was close. Yes. I've known that that was close. I didn't know that the tipping point had happened yet. Oh, so yeah. I set you up with that ball thinking that you were going to slam dunk this for me yep. and that you were going to say no and mm-hmm. you're going to give me what I needed. Nope. So you didn't do that for no, me. No, uh, no. The, the reason I was thinking that you were going to say no is because, again, I didn't know that we had hit that tipping point yet. But had you said no, mm-hmm. I actually want what I want to go back to you real quick, Andisha, okay. is that you had said that one of the things that we help, I and another friend had helped you realize is that you could quit that that full-time job. And this yeah. just goes back to that all-or-nothing thinking again. Yes. I know one of the things that we talked about when uh, years ago was, okay, I want to quit my job. I'm making, I'm making X amount of dollars. And mm-hmm. so in your mind, you had to get baked chemistry up to making X amount of dollars before right. you could quit. Yes. And that's what I wanted to point out is oh, that yeah. you, one of the questions I asked you was, how much do you need to make in order to quit? And your answer was your salary from the full-time job. That was all I kept saying. And I challenged that a little bit and said, no, I want you to tell me how much do you actually need to make? Because in your mind, you were thinking, if only I could quit, if only I could quit, if only I could quit. Your definition of could quit was too high. Was too high. Way too high. And, and it was causing me anxiety and stress. Yes. And know? and uh, all it took was one little bit of a session to say, how much do you actually need mm-hmm. so that you could have permission to quit when you're, when, when you figured bake chemistry was going to give you, I don't even, I'm just throwing numbers out there, but let's just say half. Let's yeah. say that if you could live on half of what you were making, then as long as bake chemistry brought that in, it would give you permission to quit. Why is that important? It's important because had you not been willing to take a, a just a little bit of a leap of faith at that point, mm-hmm. if you had insisted on waiting until Bake Chemistry brought you exactly what you were making in your position, yeah, you probably still wouldn't have quit. I still would be working right now. And the reason is because... <laughs> now, now that sounds weird because you yeah. just got done telling me that you are now making what you did before. But the reason that you're making what you did before is because you have... You have opened the floodgates of creativity for mm-hmm. yourself. Yes. Taking that job off of your plate yes. allowed you to just hone in and focus on the things that really meant something to you. You didn't have to stress it. You had other stressors because let's get real. Being an entrepreneur is not, it's not always, easy. It's not oh always what gosh. it's cracked up to be, no, right? It so there were definitely other stressors, but you didn't have the stressor of now I got to go and do this 40 to 60 hour a week job and then figure out how I'm going to bake these cupcakes or these cookies in between. And, yeah. You know, it, it basically lifted one burden and yes. allowed you to be creative. Yes. And so your growth was yes. exponential yes. once you were willing to get rid of oh one, right? And so that's I, that's I was setting the volleyball up, thinking that you were just gonna, you know, go, but but you didn't. But I mean, you didn't. But it was awesome that you didn't because I'm excited to hear that yes. you have met that. Oh my I gosh. just don't think you would have met it that quickly no. had you not been willing to I let go have. of that security that was there. And some people are like, "Wait a minute, are you not a money coach, Maria? Are you are you telling me I should let go of the secure money to take a shot?" And I'm saying yes. If yes. it's something you're passionate about. 
out yes. and you think that you can do this and you are you set it up the right way, don't go borrow $50,000 to set up a bakery somewhere, right? Yep. Start with what you have. What you have. Use use the, the piping bag that's called a, a Ziploc a, a bag. Ziploc <laughs> bag or a freezer bag or whatever. Do what you yes. need to do with what you have. That's Slowly right. grow. But yep. then, yes, when you get to that spot where you have what you need in order to give up some of the other securities that you have, then it will allow you to be as creative as you need to be in order to go. So you are, I mean, if you keep going, and, and it is the compound effect. I mm-hmm. mean, really, <laughs> you, you, said that to you, me had it, you had it in the beginning, it was a little bit, and then you grow and grow and it compounds just like interest yeah. does in a bank. You will continue to have more and more accounts that you're, I mean, you're going to look back a year from now. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're going to rewind and listen to this, right? Yes, <laughs> I will. From now. Um, you're going to go back and you're going, oh my God, I totally said that that was the biggest account I've ever had. Yeah. And that's going to seem little to you in a year. That account that's now the biggest mm-hmm. is going to seem little to you. Wow. Because you're going to have this compound effect. It's going to continue on. But it's only there because you were willing to take a step back and go, How? How? That's right. And stop living in the excuses of if only. Oh my gosh, Yes. Absolutely. You're awesome. Well, I'm so thank glad you. that you are here just, today. <laughs> I am too because I'm just glad to be able to finally let people know. I share little glimpses on my, you know, social media outlets, but nothing where my customers and my I now call them my BC family, nothing that really really lets them see that I am making intentional steps. I have new behaviors yes. in how I view money. And that is what has made my business be the success that it is right now and the success that it has the potential to be. So I know that changing that mindset, implementing what I had to accomplish what I needed to get done has been the blueprint for it. Yes, it and has been. I was I was going to close up, but now you I have one more thought because you just you, you set that one up for me, and it's that as we talk about some of the people who are coming to you, because you have yeah. become an inspiration, pretty much, and, and, and a mentor without yes. even really wanting to be. Yes, which is which is fantastic. <laughs> We're going to see the baked chemistry, you know, bake, teach the baker real soon. I'm Something. sure that that's going to branch out. Um, but you have been an inspiration to so many people, and they've come to you and asked for mentorship. And then you share some of that with me. Always. And, and one you know of the I things do. that is, it's, it just, and you hit on it just a couple minutes ago, is that they're asking you questions like, oh my gosh, what kind of sales do you put out? How do you meet these people? What are you, what are you doing, you know, to get these sales? And my thing is they're asking the wrong question. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you hit on that a minute ago when yep. you said it was all about how you shifted your mindset because you could teach oh somebody gosh. all sorts of different sales and techniques and all right. of that, but that's not where the magic is. The no. magic came for you when you were able to just look at not just the business differently, but money in general yes. differently. And once you did that, it opened up the gates for you. So those of you who are listening and are inspired by Amtisha, don't, I'm going to have you give your information, by the Absolutely. way, so that you can connect with them, whether it's through email or whatever. Um, but don't ask her what she does for the baking, like what what are your secrets for baking? Because right. she'll share some of that with you. Yes. Some, some of it's proprietary. Yes. You can't know all of it. Right. Um, but she's a great sharer. But she's probably, I'm going to challenge her to respond some of that with you're asking the wrong question. Okay. If you are struggling in your business right now and you haven't done some of the stuff, the mindset stuff that MP she's talking about, then you're asking her the wrong questions. That is it. That's good. That's big. Now, that, now you just gave me another, you know, <laughs> aha to take away because that is that is it. That really is. Wow. 
Wow. Very good. All right. Well, I really appreciate it. I don't Yay. even know. This is a lot longer than most of ours are. Uh, oh, yeah. But it's it's all worth it. 38 minutes. We That's good. <laughs> yes, We gave is. ourselves 40, so. <laughs> yes, we did. Originally, we did. We sure did. So, very good. Thank you again so much. Oh, uh, before you. we go, I want you to, yes, do your shout out. I'll go ahead and throw it in the notes, too. But shout out for okay. where people so connect with you. They can connect with Bay Chemistry on Facebook um, at Bay Chemistry. They can also connect with me on my website, www.bakedchemistry.com. Um, they can also connect on Instagram, baked underscore chemistry. And I think that's it. I'm on Twitter, but I'm not on Twitter, if that makes any sense. So don't find, you can find me there, but there's nothing there. You included your email address there, right? Yes, or was that bakedchemistry at gmail.com. Okay, so yes. yes, if you have specific questions, feel free to do a DM or yes. email or whatever works best for you. I will say that a lot of your Instagram stuff, I'm not even a huge Instagram follower, but I do follow you. Yes. Um, and you do, you do some really great pictures and stuff of what's and going on. And I do on a and lot of Instagram stories and, yes. of behind the scenes, so you'll see me baking you'll see me actually even sharing a few tips Mm -hmm. things that I do because for me it's all about the culinary science or the chemistry in the baking so I do share some different tips like if let's say you're missing a key ingredient to a cookie or to a cupcake I share some different tips that you can use with the things that you already have so once again using what I have yeah is something that is real big for me and so I share those in my Instagram stories too awesome I love how those foundational things are following they're you following all the way through everywhere your success. I can't shake them <laughs> can't shake them they're there for life I love that I love you and thank you so thank much for you sharing for your me. story here on the Make Money Behave podcast thanks for listening guys bye-bye